I know that I'm innocent. God knows I'm innocent. Travis knows I'm innocent. They just wanted to go on a walk, and I didn't think much of it. It's just a walk. We, the jury, duly impaneled and sworn, and the above entitled action upon our oaths do find the defendant as to count one first degree murder guilty. Comedies. In fact, I rather enjoy it, but I would like to do also dramatic parts too. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Where They Lie. I am your host, Haley. I am joined by... Izzy. And Sam. Today, we will be talking about the Jody Arias case. Izzy, why don't you take us off? So, Jody was known to be a freelance photographer. Like, that's what she was known around for her friends. And Jody had broken up with her boyfriend, who she was dating for four years, to be with Travis Alexander. And then... Jody had converted to Mormonism to be, to be someone that Travis, like, I guess his ideal, yeah. yeah, like his ideal type. And then, and she also did that with like many other. Yeah, this was a boyfriends. very common practice. Yeah, she did it like a lot. I think so. She'd be able to like get these guys to like her and like trust her. Yeah, yeah, that's not the only religion she converted to. She was originally a Christian. She converted to Hinduism. Buddhism, Catholicism, and Mormonism. Jody even admitted to like switching religions that her boy, like that, I guess her boyfriends like believed in. Travis will, okay, so Travis's friends were worried about their relationship because they, I guess they realized like later on that she was like uh, very possessive over him. And so they were like worried about it and they, I remember, like, it said that they, I, I think, told him about it, and then... Yeah, they had a small intervention for him, oh. which Jody was present, and they were not aware of that. She was present? Like, just she was, she, she was present. Apparently, they were, like, having, like, a mini-intervention for Travis because oh. they noticed the behaviors getting really bad. Because when you're in a relationship, yeah, your like friends can see mm-hmm. what is going on around you more than you can because you're blinded by love and so they had a small intervention for travis with a few friends and jody was outside the room so she like knew that they were talking about her she knew and she did not look happy about it that's (laughs) stalker alert which brings us into our next thing jody was travis's stalker for a few months prior to his death it was revealed that travis knew he had a stalker but he never told anyone who it was he never revealed her identity reasons we don't know but we can infer because they were having a sort of physical relationship during this time and he didn't want to jeopardize that but after he died it was revealed in court that Jody Arias was his stalker she would do really weird things she acted really she had her behavior was really weird. She would slash his tires. She would sneak into his house at night when he didn't know. He would even sneak through the doggy door, and she would sleep on his couch. She would go to girls he was associating with or, like, girlfriends, ring their doorbells. Very, very odd behavior. So this was after they broke up. And I think they were actually still talking during that time. I remember seeing something. Yeah. 
they were only together for they like were only officially months? dating for about six months yeah. but they were physical long before that it was a very shallow relationship there wasn't much love to it it was just more so physical and therefore it did not work out and they agreed to start seeing other people but they could not stay away from each other oh yeah and then she became possessive over him and started mm-hmm. stalking him yeah because she's like that's mommy <laughs> That's, That's like, so sad. Then. Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know. I feel bad for him. Okay, so this is, like, around the, I guess, murder. So, like, so when it happened, Judy had gone to see him, and they were, like, I guess, they were getting physical, obviously. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, Travis decided to take a shower to, I guess, clean himself. And Arius, she had a camera with with her and I guess she was taking pictures during like the whole time like of them and like of him too and so before he, during and after yeah yeah explicit photos very yes. explicit and <laughs> so during the shower this is when like the obviously like I guess the famous pictures that like everyone knows about of looks. him like crying or how it looks like he's like sad like he looks perplexed yeah, like he knows confused. something about is like about to happen something's off you yeah. can see it in his face and that is the last photograph ever taken of him alive that's yes horrifying. and then that's when she decided to murder him and then so i think uh after she did she actually spent a little bit time in there or something like in the apartment so how did she kill him she, she like stabbed him like 37 times 27 times times. slit his throat ear to ear and shot him in the head above his right eyebrow that's wow to make sure that he was dead jesus i'm pretty sure after the slitting the throat from ear to ear and like those 27 he was nearly decapitated and the, the funny thing about the camera is that after she murdered him she put it in the washing machine to try to dispose of um, the SD card, which was That's containing, not how that works. I know, which which was, well, if you were murdering somebody and then you had to get rid of something, you wouldn't be thinking clearly. Well, I wanted clearly. to take pictures in the first place. Yeah, exactly. That was a bad plan. But um, she dumped the camera along with the SD card in the washing machine, and she turned the cycle on, trying to get rid of any photos or any evidence or any of that. And they were able to recover that, they were, ret- they, they were able to recover the SD card and all the images were on there, were found. But one particularly strange one that is used, heavily used against her because it is physical solid evidence. It is a picture of her foot and her pant leg and she wasn't aware that she was taking this picture. She must have accidentally clicked the button. And in the background is Travis laying on the floor and his back is towards the camera and there's blood coming from his back. Oh my oh. God. I didn't even know that like, mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. And wow. she still denied that she did it. That's insane. That's <laughs> She's kind of, Okay, so then. <clears throat> so she like stayed at the house for a bit, or did she like? Just yeah, she stayed at the house, and so she like I don't know what she did. So she ripped the bed sheets off of his bed for some reason, and attempted to clean up the mess a little bit. And she stuffed his like body in the shower, oh. but there was 
evidence left behind. Her hair was like in the sink, in the shower. And they found like her they fingerprints in his yeah, blood. They yeah. found a, a palm print on the wall with her DNA in it. So, so there was very much a lot of evidence, evidence yeah, that she did it. Evidence yeah. against her. And then I think like who found his body? Like did she, she call the police or Oh yeah. Okay, so the story of that is he, Travis Alexander was supposed to be going on a trip to Cancun in uh in a few days and his in his companion, her name was she went by Mimi. And um She sounds cute. <laughs> and and she had been texting him because she hadn't heard from him in a while and they were supposed to leave for this trip tomorrow and no one had heard from travis in like five at least five days she left her she left his body there for five days no okay so she wasn't around him but she was trying to contact him because they had a trip the next day and she needed to know where he was and he had two roommates at his house because he had to pay a very large mortgage because he had a very big house. So he had two roommates. And they both said they hadn't seen him in a week. And his body was in there for about a oh week. And no one, like, no one smelled. Checked. No, one, no one checked. No one smelled a decomposing body. But it's not until Mimi went to his house and knocked on the door and no one was there. And then she got some more of his friends and then finally one of the roommates heard them and he was like oh i have a spare key to travis's room and he opens up the room and then they walk down this hallway and there's just blood oh on the God. hallway like this long hallway and then in the bathroom is travis lying in the shower oh starting God. to mummify because he's oh been there God. for a week and the smell is bad but i'm like how do you not notice that there's a like decomposing yeah. body yeah. in your house. Like your roommate's been gone for a few days. So like, I'm not going to like peek into his room and be like, hey, what's up? I don't and know like, if they thought, oh, Travis is just that party animal. He's just yeah. been gone. But it's like, wouldn't you smell that? Yeah, wouldn't you hear vents, that? Yeah. Or anything. But like it was very vents, strange. Yeah, and then like, there's obviously like a crack under the door. Like, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Maybe they oh. just ignored it or something. Maybe they have... I don't know, like, they didn't really notice it because, like, everything else in the house smelled bad or something. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Because it was guys, right? Yeah, it was It was all guys. <laughs> Maybe. <that's laughs> You're like, that makes sense. Yeah, because I don't know. If it was, a, like, a girl or something, I feel like she, she would have smelled it. Yeah. I don't know. And then... Well, they obviously, like, tried her because she was obviously, like, they had a bunch of evidence against her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it started in the interrogation room. They were trying to they were trying to get information from her, and the interrogator had a file of the explicit pictures, and he's like, "That's you, like you were there." And she's like, "Oh, that is me." So she pretended I'm like naked. she well didn't remember it. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, well, people can um, change the timestamps." You know, no. like that can be adapted. Oh yeah, I was at his house before, but like not during that time. And he's like, no, these are explicit photos of you taken from this night. And then eventually, and the thing with this is they couldn't get much out of her. So they brought in a female detective because they thought woman to woman. Yeah, she, she would like admit th- something. Yeah, she would admit something that they could get more out of her. And she actually did less well with the female 
she does more well with males than she does with females and like talking wise like telling them stuff everything wise what the heck yeah she does she, so she just like completely males. like su- shut down when the woman came mm-hmm. in she was like i want to speak to whatever the, the, no, the detective yeah the was. detective the male detective and eventually she she changed her story and she was like yes i was in Travis Alexander's house that night. And yes, we were, you know, like explicit things happened. I was there, but what happened is he stepped into the shower and I was taking pictures of him. And then this man and this woman broke in the house and they started stabbing Travis. And and Jody claimed that she chickened out and she like ran into the closet and then the man and the woman come to find her, and the man or the woman, the man and the woman are arguing, do we kill her? Do we not kill her? The woman wanted to kill her, but the man did not. The man apparently was saying, this is not why we're here. But then they killed some other yeah, guy. So. And so apparently she was hiding in the closet, and she she was defending herself from these people, and eventually they just the guy pulled out her registration and was like, if you tell anybody about what happened, I'm going to do the same thing to you that I did to Travis. And just a lot of holes and a lot of inconsistencies. This was what the story she was going with for a long time until the interrogation and the trial progressed. Oh, damn. Oh, well, she's (laughs) kind of like... Oh, yeah, I remember it said something... How when she was in the investigation room when they were questioning her, she was like so relaxed or something, and she like she did a handstand. Yeah, she did a handstand and started singing "Holy Night." Oh yeah, she was yeah. singing yeah. too. Yeah. She wasn't. She didn't act worried about Travis. She was pretty calm about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, she was very calm about it. And and if you were like a witness or if you were in the house of someone being murdered and you loved that person. You would you wouldn't be cold. You would probably be crying. You'd have you'd show emotion. She showed no remorse, no emotion. And you think that if that would actually would have well, if that was actually what happened, she would have like called the police or something after yeah, the exactly. whole Yeah, exactly. But she she left him there to die, yeah. supposedly. That was her claim. And even if after after a few days you're like, oh well, like that was traumatic for me, and I just had to like get out of there you would have called or something yeah but exactly. she like uh, he was left there for a whole week he without was. being found yeah and then when uh the trial started she was like yes i did kill travis alexander but it was self-defense and <laughs> self-defense over what <laughs> Yeah, I stabbed yeah. him 27 times and slit his throat. Yeah, not self-defense. Him. That self-defense. is self-defense. Like, that's, that's even overkill. if it was, yeah, that's, like, overkill for self-defense. If you're going to, like, defend yourself, you're not going to like overkill on it. Literally yeah. shoot him, stab him, slit his throat. You're going to probably stab him a couple times and then probably run out, not just shoot him and then slit his throat, make sure he's dead or something. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, she claimed yeah. that he was abusive, that he was a pedophile, he was, Ooh. like, degrading to her, and they showed, like, voice. So she voice basically split. tried to, like, pin all of, like, the abuse on him. Yeah, she tried to make him out as a very abusive 
person, and they played like um, a clip of like she recorded them during their time, like a phone conversation where they were like talking about explicit things, yeah. and then all of a sudden she's like, "Oh yeah, he's a pedophile." So she's attacking the victim while he's dead in this courtroom yeah. with his family right there. And there's evidence to prove that he was not the one like starting it. He wasn't trying to kill her because his autopsy showed defensive wounds. Like he was trying to, to stop her. Yeah. And if she was trying to stop him, she would have had like some wounds. She on her. would have had the defensive wounds, but she didn't. The only wound she has, she had, no, she still has, is her like her one of her left fingers is like crooked, and she says that's from like fighting off the, the attackers, but that's from stabbing him twenty seven times yeah. and him trying to defend himself, in those couple of minutes of life he had left. So, like, she broke the finger? Is that what happened? I don't know what happened. Probably from, like, the pressure of, like, the knife. Yeah, so she tried to stab him. He probably tried to grab her hand, and it, like, probably bent. And and then they, they even pulled up photos of, like, before, and she didn't have the bent finger until after his murder. Sus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, what is it? I remember a thing like when it was saying she like she left. She actually was driving, I think, to California or like a different yeah, Salt Lake City. Yeah, so and she I just completely drove out of the state to yeah. get away from murdering she, someone. She yeah. was gonna stay with someone, I believe, like a family member. Yeah. So what happened was, I believe she lived in uh, California at the time. I don't mm-hmm. know what part, but she lived in California at the time. And she had a Salt Lake uh, City Conference in, I think, Utah. And her this murder was premeditated. She thought about this beforehand. This wasn't a spur of the moment, a def- like defense thing, because defense, you don't plan yeah. ahead of time. But um, she got gasoline gallons, oh about five of them from a former lover. And she said that she just she didn't want to have to stop for gas, but she did this oh so there God. wouldn't be any security footage of her in Arizona Stopping, yeah. or um, or any receipts from her filling up gas. So she could get from California to Utah in um, a span of time. So she could go from California, go to Mesa, Arizona, kill Travis Alexander, and then head to the Salt Lake Yeah, and make it seem City like, Conference. oh, I was just in Salt Lake City. Okay. Yeah, exactly. She was like, I was here at this time there's no proof that i was there but there was actually a lot of proof that she a was lot of there. physical evidence yeah 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 she like claimed to be innocent and she said that like a jury would like never convict her of yeah murder. she's like god knows i'm innocent travis knows i'm innocent a jury will never convict me and she got convicted for first degree murder and she was um sentenced for life Actually, there were two mistrials because um, the the jury could not come to a unanimous decision on whether she should live or die. Oh my I God. believe one of them was like 11 to 1. Oh, 11 so wanted one death, one, one wanted life. But after two mistrials in the uh, laws of Arizona, after two mistrials, you are automatically sentenced to life. So she continues to remain in prison. 
Oh, oh yeah, she's she's actually really close to over here. She's in yeah. the prison yeah, over there she's by the, the, in the fields. Yeah, the gray, the the gray prison over yeah. near the school. My mom always tells me about it. She's like, I want to put you in there with Jody Harris. So I'm like, what? Oh my gosh, you would die. <laughs> I know. Actually, one of uh, Jody's uh, cellmates or someone in the jail too has her name tattooed on her. What the yeah, heck? Because yeah, Jody would like give out tattoos. Like she learned how to ta- tattoo, yeah, so for, she would be able to make money. money. Yeah. So, so what she would she do is sometimes she would like tattoo her name on people, That's and then they just have her name on them. Yeah. That would suck having her her yeah. name on you. Like many of her cellmates have said that like she was like psychotic and like exhibited like bad behavior. Yeah, I, be- I she believe. She sounds like that. a sociopath. Yeah. yeah. She she killed for love. I believe that she found out that. Mimi was going with Travis to Teen Toon. And she got jealous. Yeah, she got jealous that Travis didn't want her there. I feel like that's one of yeah, the I motives. Feel it must have been, like, she just figured that, like, he didn't want her. And he was also, like, involved with other women. Yeah. Given, like, the stalking and how she would, like, go to the other women's houses and, like, ring the doorbells and, like, harass them. Yeah. So she figured that, like, well, if no one can, if I can't be with him, then, like, no one should be able to be with him. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, she thought in her head that, like, he mistreated her because he wasn't with her or something. The love was fatal. So the gun she used on Travis, it was a 25 caliber, and it was the same one stolen from her grandparents' house. So, yeah, she so basically she, broke into her grandparents' house. And she was living there, too. She like, must have staged a burglary. Burglary? Bar- bar- or she bar- just took bar- it and maybe they didn't use it enough to like notice that it was gone oh no they noticed they called the police oh so she like and when she came <laughs> home she was like what the gun's missing so yeah the gun was them. missing the cash was missing like a cd player was missing so she like robbed her own yeah i know that doesn't it doesn't make any sense like because if she would have gone out and bought a gun there would be receipts of that yeah. mm-hmm. obviously you have to get like a gun license to purchase one. I yeah, assume. Exactly. Yeah. So she just stole one from her grandparents. <laughs> when she got taken in, I think she said she wanted to look pretty during her mugshot, so she oh, wanted yeah. makeup. Yeah, she was like, that. "Can I fix my hair real quick?" I know this is That's a shallow question, but can I fix my myself up a bit? I think she did it like during the like the the court like the court session or whatever. I think she also asked that, and then like they obviously denied. So That's like so she was like, she was talking about someone's murder, and you're asking, "Do I look pretty?" Yeah. Like it's not about what, how you look right now, sweetie. It's a, <laughs> someone died. This is a yeah. murder. She's so. shallow. She feels no remorse for that. She's only worried about herself. Yeah. And when they were taking like the pictures or whatever, since they denied them like the makeup, she was like fixing her hair and stuff, like. I don't know. Yeah, she's smiling in her mud shot. Mm-hmm. No remorse. It's not at school all. photos, sweet. I know. <laughs> Gotta look pretty before they take my mug shot. Yeah, probably the last photo like they've ever taken of you. Yeah, kind of reminds me of like that TikTok to try, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is my mug shot," and they're trying to look like they That's got so beat up. weird. You ever seen that TikTok? Trend? No, I've never seen it. It was so a thing. Weird. Even James Charles <laughs> contributed That's into so it. That's so weird. I remember that. But even after. Her trial was over. She was still holding press conferences. Yeah. Yeah, she was, like, supposed to be to jail, be oh. on her way to jail, and she's like, hold on, I have a press conference. I gotta tell these people everything, all the juicy details. And they just, they let her go on these press conferences, yeah. and no one was like, mm-hmm. um, you can't go to jail. 
Yeah, she was still holding press conferences. That's so weird. I know. When the trial was happening, apparently there was, like, people were paying to get seats outside of the court place. Like, to sit outside. Yeah, there were, like, there were riots th- around it. And uh-huh. when they when she got convicted, they started screaming and applauding. Oh, my God. They wanted... Yeah. I, I mean, obviously. Majority of people wanted the death sentence, but they were happy <laughs> she was convicted. Yeah. They wanted her to uh, go through, like, what Travis went through. But she said death is the ultimate freedom. Which I guess yeah. is pretty true. I mean... Yeah, in some cases, like, I don't know. But usually that's why, like, for death row, they keep you in, like, jail for, like, up until you're, like, 80 or something. You're, like, natural life. It depends on who's in line in front of you. There's, like, a line. So someone might be on death row for tomorrow, and then there's so many people that... After that? Yeah, it's, like, in one year, two years. Like, it just kind of, like, goes down the line. Jeez, a line just waiting to, like, a few die to die. Yeah, there's a specific section in jails for death row. So they just, like, stay in there or something? Yeah, they stay in separate cells away from the rest of the inmates. That is so sick. And the fact she was in Stockholm and stuff, like, I, like, I feel so bad for Travis, but, like, it's, like, ultimately, like, good that... She's in jail. Yeah, and that she was caught and that she probably did it. Because imagine if she because that, did it to someone else. Yeah. Or, like... She had, like, a history of, like, these boyfriends that she would, like... Date and... Date and, like... Convert to like, a different... Possess, almost. Yeah, it was very So, possessive. it was... She, she could have done that to anyone. And if she got away with it, she couldn't continue to Yeah, she could have. It. She probably would have if it ended yeah. in the same way but actually when she was pleading for her life in front of uh the jury she was like she was like you're gonna hurt my family i don't want my family to be hurt that i'm gone and and i'm like you never thought about travis's family when you were killing him why do you deserve the sympathy all of a sudden she's like sympathize for me what about my family it's like you're the murderer what about his family crying in the courtroom it's like you deserve death row what do you need to plead for yeah you you put his family through hell doing that and you and you murdered someone you put them through hell yeah but she was like sympathize for me like no one's gonna sympathize you cold-bloodedly murdered someone you claim to love like that's not love that's more of like uh yeah just like possessiveness like if if I can have you, no one can stab you repeatedly, much. slashes yeah. your throat, shoots Seriously, you in. Really yeah, she oh made sure that he was dead, that there was no coming back before she left. Because if he was only stabbed a few times, then and there's a possibility yeah. he would still be alive. Obviously, but she that was made something sure. she, she like took joy in because like yeah. she stabbed him like multiple times and, and like planned it and meticulously made sure he was dead. Exactly. When she was on the stand and Juan Martinez was um, was uh, questioning her, like she started like crying and she, and he was like, "Were you crying when you were stabbing him? Were you crying when you slit his throat? Were you crying when you shot him in the head?" She's only crying because she has to face the consequences of her actions. Yeah, he's like, why are you crying like now? You didn't cry when kid. you killed somebody. Yeah, like a child, exactly. She's acting, like, yeah, she basically acted like a child. Yeah, if a child can't have a toy, they'll break it so other kids can't use it. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Join us next time on Where They Lie. 
We will be covering the Slenderman case. Just know that you can't always trust your friends. <laughs>